Welcome back, everyone, to R2 Cast. Oh, I haven't thought which one it is. R2 Cast number six. Welcome to uh, R2 Cast number six with myself, Rural to Kitchen. And today we have the wonderful guests, Our Farming Journey. If you want to say hello, guys. Hi. So, Rachel and Jake are, uh, well, I'm going to say influencers, whether they would like me to say that. Oh, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Um, We'll get into that anyway uh, in, in a minute or two. Uh, I'm, I'm the model. I just get photos taken of me, yeah. Oh, we go? You're right, actually. You're right. If you check out the Facebook page, which we will get into, um, yeah, you are a professional model, actually, Jake. So, yes, yeah, it's, 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 it's wonderful where social media can take you, isn't it? It's wonderful. Um, just before we get into the good stuff, I'll go into the boring stuff. Uh, just if you could um, subscribe to me on YouTube, that would be fantastic. So, Rural to Kitchen on YouTube. Uh, and, and follow me on, on Facebook as well. That would be much appreciated. If you prefer to listen to your podcasts as opposed to watching them, uh, which I do personally, um, hopefully YouTube won't shut me down for saying that, but I quite like just chucking my headphones on and I say going to walk, all my mates will be saying, you never leave the house and that's probably fair. Uh, but just pop Spotify on if you can follow that over there, that would also be excellent and much appreciated. Um, but we'll get into the sort of more fun side of things as to you know why we're actually here, who we're talking to, and uh, we'll kick off. Um, I've known Rachel and Jake for, I don't actually know when I first spoke, maybe about September time, August time, started sort of... Um, like six, I mean it feels like a lifetime, don't get me wrong, but it used to be like six, six months, should we say, something like that? Basically part of the household is, is, is what they're saying. As a lot of you guys know, before the R2 cast, we sort of had a, a thing where I would have a chat with people and write up their story, cool. and it was um, maybe not doing justice to the to those involved as much as it should have. Um, but these guys were some of the first people involved. I think maybe the fifth from memory. But um, now we're basically going to go over that and actually have a chat, and you can meet them in person. Uh, so yeah, who who is? Rachel and Jake, what, what's your sort of story? Where have you came from and all that sort of... Apart from, you know, Jake just looks like me with an actual haircut. Uh, <laughs> what's the sort of story? She's untamed. I'm like, you need to grow a mop chop farmer. That's what I think. Look at this. Like, it's... <laughs> bit crazy while it's there, isn't it? <laughs> Lockdown haircuts. Well, there you go. Or lack thereof. Uh... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, so what? What's the sort of the story behind the guys behind our, our farming journey? <clears throat> so, I am Rachel, our Mrs. Farmer, and this one is Jake, or, or Mrs. Farmer. 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 Um, so, we are a young family of first-generation farmers. Um, we started our farming journey back in March 2018. Um, Why do I think? We. <laughs> what? I was going to say. 15? Well, no, it definitely wasn't 15. <laughs> Ignore him. Um, back in 2018, we gained a tenancy on a farm in South Devon, um, which was amazing and kind of farmer's lifelong dream, wasn't it? Um, so, well, like, yeah. well, yeah. So, like I said, we're not, we're first generation farmers, so we're not from, from farming backgrounds. So, we kind of knew if we wanted to farm on our own account, we would kind of have to go it alone. So that's exactly what we did um, and we quit our jobs and everything and moved um, to a different county and set up our business like from nothing basically didn't we yeah which has been a bit of a journey so yeah we didn't have any animals we didn't have any equipment machinery or anything we just came here with some loans we just came here with some money in the bank and a bit of enthusiasm and we just cracked on didn't we farmer um, and then three years later, so we know for three years next month, three years in March, um, and we've built up our holiday let business, which is our diversification business, and obviously the farm. The bread and butter. Well, yeah, that's kind of our main source of income. Yep. Obviously, albeit not during a global pandemic, don't get me wrong. <laughs> but in normal yeah, times. Yeah, it hasn't helped much, has it? <laughs> no, not really. So, yeah, so we've yeah, built it all up from nothing, basically. And three years on, we're doing pretty well, aren't we? Well, we're surviving. Still, we're still here, yeah. So. We're still here. There we're you go. <laughs> we're doing all right. You haven't kicked us out yet. Well, that's it. That's it. It's, it's quite funny. If if you're watching on YouTube, it's a uh, Rachel's almost got something said. Ain't we farmer? He's ready to answer. It's, it's it's how it is in all these relationships, isn't it? Yes, yes, miss. Yep. He just he's just, he's just <laughs> the best thing to do, yeah. isn't he? Smile and nod in the right places. <laughs> 
Yeah, so I mean, I mean that in itself is is quite a quite a jump, obviously. Um, what what was it you did before? Um, what was employment before the farm? Working on dairy farms, like employed, living in the dairy farmer's house, and just all around general slave. <laughs> God, here we go. Should we wow. get the violins out, guys. Let's get the violins. <laughs> Rachel wouldn't let me go dairy farming though, so... No, no. well, we're beef and sheep now, so... Well, I, I just don't want to... I mean, I'm already losing to his moves anyway, and, do you know what I mean? So I don't want to kind of lose him completely to yeah. the milking parlour as well. I'm, so, allowed to, I'm allowed to go relief milking though, so I still get that little fix. I'm allowed, oh my God! <laughs> um, but I, 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 this is just a chat about farming. I, I'm not a counsellor, uh, yeah. so... I, well, first off, Jake, as someone who did a milking this morning for the first time in God, maybe about five years, uh, I don't know why you want to do that every morning. Um, I'm knackered, to be honest. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's good that. Best time of the day, four o'clock in the morning. There's no. I agree. So I, I actually agree. But then come the, 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 the sort of time when everyone else is enjoying their day, you're knackered. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is that thing about being three or four hours late to the pub as well and all your mates have already been there for ages and you've got to finish milking and go <laughs> and have a shower and eat some dinner and they're where are you where are you and well I've just just got out <laughs> so. yeah it's, it's nice to know that you're wanted i don't get the where are you they say i'll oh, just wait at home uh, <laughs> <laughs> um I, I feel like i should throw in a disclaimer um rachel mainly will use a different language, I think I'll actually say. <laughs> <laughs> We've already heard you moves. subtitles, didn't you? Oh, mind you, that wouldn't be good for a podcast, would it? Not really, no. no. I mean, the, it's, the, the viewership's a lot higher than Spotify. I think that the Spotify people wouldn't benefit too much from it. Um, but uh, no, <laughs> we'll throw some out there. Well, maybe you want to. We, we noticed we've already had moves, which uh, is obviously cows. But yeah. the, the first time I ever actually spoke to yourself uh, was on a was Zoom call a few months ago. And I, there was like a full sentence about a cup of tea being lovely, but I didn't know what the word was, and I don't have a clue what she's saying. So, yeah, Gert. What, what's Gert? First off, Gert, one you... Gert means like big. big. Like, so if I say my Gert brew, like Gert is obviously big, and brew is obviously my brew, like my tea. And I know Wallace doesn't like tea, and this is something that I have a deep issue with. I'm, having, <laughs> I'm, I'm making peace with it, but this is my Gert brew. And that's something I say a lot because I it like runs through my veins. So that is something I say on a very regular basis. But yeah, things like moves, like it's obviously his cows. What else do I say? I don't know. I think I it talk makes, so much Rachel, I can't. Rachel spent uh, like nearly a year living in Cambodia teaching Cambodian kids English. So it makes me wonder what they're walking around now like, oh babes. <laughs> younger by the way <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant i'm just oh like I, yeah <laughs> oh, that'd be good to see uh yeah, yeah. Did, did you go into sort of the use of correct punctuation or just how to say cows and fancy words you know like it's uh, a <laughs> very important i think i was rather more influencing back then to be honest oh yeah influencing the young generation in a positive positive way which you're obviously still that. doing now obviously you know um yeah yeah, uh, <laughs> before we just end up having a chat instead of actually doing a podcast. Before we started recording, by the way, uh, we spoke for 53 minutes. Um, so we're <laughs> 43 minutes, sorry. Just been sitting chatting anyway, so we'll, we'll try and keep it some kind of uh, some kind of formality to it for the rest yeah. of it. Some kind of profession. <laughs> if you are yes, professional, yes. you've got the wrong person because he's just not, it's just not in his genes, I'm afraid. But yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, I will limit yes, the batches, all right? I will limit how many more he can have. That's just just for the viewers um, and uh, any other person sitting at home or whatever. There is other ciders available. This is not an ad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so so you've sort of you've came from from not farming, and then you've decided let's make the job. Well, not not farming. Obviously, you're you're you've been working in farms, uh, Jake. But you've decided to make that decision to just jump in. Um, what, what is the ultimate f- fantasy of, of jumping from a farm hand to actual farmer, like that, which is quite rare, I think. It, it... Very, very, yeah, it is, and it's 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 you know it's a big story when someone does it, you know, it's in the paper or whatever, and uh, it's it, a bit of yeah, a, like a positive 
like, I suppose, that it can be done. Although, like, people say, oh, you know, you haven't really got a proper tractor, or you can't be a proper farmer if you haven't got a proper tractor and all this crap. And it's like, well, I don't really... Do you know what I mean? We've got a nice little David Brown It does a job. Surely, surely if you're rearing stock, what matters is you're rearing quality stock. It doesn't matter how you get there. If they're, if they're in a, 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 a place of high welfare, meeting correct standards, and you're, you guys are getting by, that's what matters. That's what it's for. It's a business that has to treat animals correctly so you have a food product. That, if you're meeting those three things, then, then that's perfect. But um, you said beef and sheep. What, what sort of stock numbers do you have? What sort of land area have you, are you guys for? We had 20 heifers to begin with and we borrowed a bull and just sort of, because we had a lot, obviously taking the farm on was quite expensive because we had to carpet the house and all that sort of thing. Of so yeah, we came with about 20 heifers and a, and a bull that we'd borrowed from someone. And now we've got, I think we'll have 40 cows going to a bull this year and we've 80 used lambing in a minute. So we're getting there, we're building up. It's a, the farm's 120 acres, but I really would think we'd be able to get away with 50 cows and 120 ewes. So we're not a million miles away. <laughs> But we've, at the same time that the farm's not really, you know, in a in a, in a farmable uh, condition when we turned up. So we've put in about three thousand meters worth of fencing, and we're still nowhere near. Right. The bloody things still escape everywhere. <laughs> not uh, that bad anymore. Yeah, I mean, we're just putting in new grasses and stuff like that. Like this year, we've put in some Italian rye grass, like a really, like a just ridiculous mowing lay. It's like a sort of three or four cut job, and we've put in. Right. Some, uh, GS4 sheep lays as well for obviously for the sheep oh, yeah. herb rich swords and all that sort of stuff so it's all coming together and we've just it's just the, the most annoying thing for me personally is going from working for farmers and just being like can you just make up your mind <laughs> oh, God, what you going to do and since we come here I cannot make my mind up about absolutely anything because <laughs> you can do different products for different you know you can get a half a million different sorts of fence posts for god's sake we literally need to like earmark a whole day you know what i mean maybe that's a bit of an exaggeration but a whole afternoon for not, a minute's blooming fence space not this <laughs> before last we actually went we went out for a meal didn't we i surprised her and on the way there, we stopped off at a... This a was fence, on my birthday, yeah, might I add. A, a fencing dealership, right. so we could get a good deal. And then Rachel was talking about how it was her birthday and all that. We got loads of money off. It was well good. Surely, <laughs> surely, that, surely that in itself has got to be a good thing, Rachel. You'd be a saving. It might mean another dinner sometime. Maybe yeah. not, but... <laughs> Maybe they paid for the meal that we had. There, there we, we go. go. Silver lining, isn't there? Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's funny. Fencing's, fencing's one of those ones that's therapeutic. I love uh, knocking in stabs. I love putting strainers in. Uh, I, like, what was that? What's a stab? Oh, here we go. I had this argument with my students all week last week. A stab, stab is this weird thing you talk about called a post. <laughs> We're calling stakes in Devon. Oh, stakes. I added stakes into discussion. And I'm like, nah, that's, that's, that's what you're producing. You're not putting them in the ground. Um, yeah, no. Uh, but see, once you get to straining stage, I'm like, I'm done with this job entirely. I don't want to strain fencing. It's just, yeah, it's, it's a, it gets pretty laborious for that stage. But uh, I think, yeah. I find, the only thing I find therapeutic about it is that hopefully they won't, the blooming things won't be escaping any longer. So that that's that's my therapy that I take from it. Well, once we, is that once we hopefully... fence them, keep, they keep the sheep and the cows in and keep the bloody dog walkers out, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, that that is an issue and it's maybe something we should just raise as a side point. Like, I mean, it's coming up to lambing time and, and calving time and whatnot. And we see we see a lot of folk wanting to go dog walks and whatnot because of lockdown, understandably. But uh, one thing I think that we should all be aware of is that even if a dog's on a lead and it walks past a sheep or near a sheep or whatever, it's not just, you know, it's not attacked it, so it's fine. You imagine being a sheep who's one of their main predators is wolves, that sort of foxes, that sort of thing. You see a fox, you don't see the lead, you don't see the person. You see that lead and it's a person you don't know and that is enough to abort, abort your lamb, your calf, that sort of thing. So uh, 
I, I know you said it's sort of in jest there, Jake, but it is something that I, I like to to outline. So anyone listening that's dog walking and whatnot, just just take heed sort of thing and be aware that that, that is a thing. It's just um, being responsible, isn't it? It's just being it's just being responsible. Not, and I totally get like with lockdown and everything, of course, like people are gonna, you know, go for more walks, absolutely, and I totally understand that. But it's just being it is just being responsible and respecting other people's land, isn't it? And respecting other people's, you know, respecting livestock. So we had, this was quite a few months ago now, we had... I'm just somebody, trying to think of what story she's going to come out with. <laughs> so much that happens here. We had somebody, and this is not even a joke, okay? I wish I'd got a really clear photo of it, but I was too far away, even though he heard me scream. But anyway, we, I was literally in the garden with our mini farmers and um, we got a phone call from one of the neighbours who lives kind of overlooking some of our fields. And she was like, is that you? And I was like, what do you mean is that? Like, what do you mean? Is that me? What would you mean? And she said, there's somebody surfing down your field on it's a surfboard in, in amongst the cows, the calves and the bull, right? And I was obviously like, what? So I looked at, she obviously explained where, like what field, and I was like, oh my goodness me. And there was somebody, I won't say the word, there was some person surfing i mean we've got really steep fields like a lot of our fields are really really steep yes full-on surfing down it was really wet it was a really wet and windy day and he was full-on surfing down our field in amongst all the cows and the calves and our like one ton bull i was like man i screamed like i mean he heard me i mean i was blooming it i was quite far away well all the cows exactly him i was like oh my goodness me so it's things like that it's just like that's just you know we I, we not very got... sensible and i'm being very pc but it's just you know he could have seriously got really he could yeah. have got injured on a serious note do you know what i mean in that kind of situation and it's things like that it's just it's, i think as long as people use their common sense they respect other people's well, that's land a bit, that's and a animals why, that's a bit why wallace is doing this babe to try and Mm. get that information out there so people will think oh yeah maybe it isn't a good idea that i'll go in there yeah yeah and, and you've you've sort of hit the nail on the head i was more like yeah there's so many more sides to it than even i was explaining there's the, the sort of welfare thing of, of the sheep falsely aborting for no reason there's the remember you're a person and you quite like living as well so um try and not do that to save your life as well and yeah there's there's ways in what's that like it's not a path to yeah. Environment, and it is dangerous. And animals are unpredictable. So even if, like, even you know, obviously you work with them oh, every single day. I took but... some cake up to our rams the other day, and one of them got one of them mullered me, and I was a bit like. <laughs> <laughs> but you've got to be careful. They are, you know, they're unpredictable, aren't they? You don't know what they're thinking. Yeah. And it's just like, especially like you said, Wallace, if you've got a dog, especially off a lead or whatever, you know, it's to them, it's just like you know, it can be really quite stressful. Um. We, and we, we upset a few of the villagers because we live like right in the village. Well, we fenced this 10 acre field, which is just up there, but people were walking the whole way around and it pretty much comes down into our back garden. And a couple of times we were sitting out there with the kids having some food and whatever. And then people just like walk past and we we're like, <laughs> what? So that, what? That's wrong. Yeah, but then what we did because there's a footpath that runs at, at the top corner and out the other side of the corner. So if they were if they were going to use the footpath, that's fine. But they use the whole ten acres. So when we fenced it, we just pulled the fence out two meters. So now there's just a channel. They just go in one end and out the other end. They, they can't go anywhere. <laughs> you've you've learned to, to channel people like sheep. <laughs> But hey, people say because they're not like if there's a yeah. bullet field that there's like you know a completely stock-proof fence, and also it keeps our animals safe. So it's and it keeps farmer from losing his head, and it keeps Mrs. Farmer from spilling a brew. Proper cray cray. So it's best for everybody. Best for everybody involved, honestly. Of of which I'm sure, Jake, you never lose a head. Obviously. Oh no 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 not at all to one idiot though the second time you do <laughs> yeah fair enough fair enough you, you do sort of lose your patience to these things don't you um yeah good, good stuff so sort of got a wee bit sidetracked there but I, I thought it was quite an important topic just when you'd mentioned it so so where we were is you guys have sort of came here and you've, you've made this jump onto the farm and, and now you're sort of farming away and, and making you were talking about sort of uh, g4 lays and stuff like that there jake you're, you're making decisions that are 
I'll quite advanced decisions and 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 folks on this UJ because you said it both of you and I think that's one thing we quite often look at the sort of the new entrant it's always oh they're new entrants so we need to give them a lot of assistance and, and whatnot whereas yes obviously we all need assistance but you guys are going out you're you're trying trial and error is the best thing in farming it's, I think well maybe not entirely but you know <laughs> for the most part trying these things see how they work it's not too badly it's fine yeah, exactly, exactly. And, and normally it's it's not poor to the extent that you suffer for the next year. You can sort of now jump on something else that doesn't work. But um, I think that's great to see. Uh, the, the reason we have these guys on and the reason I originally got in touch with them was um, I was trolling Facebook one day, as I never do, and um, I saw a post of, a, well, it was just a guy standing over at a market looking at some sheep and uh, this sort of funny written story about why are we getting sheep. That's literally all I sort of remember. It's quite a long story. And uh, I followed this page and I said to Jess, my girlfriend, I was like, oh, Jess, have you seen these guys? They're, they're quite entertaining. She's like, the sort of usual response I get, yes, I've been watching them for however long. Um, <laughs> but uh, I started following them and then that was maybe, oh God, that was probably the, Two years ago, a year ago, year and a half ago, whatever, quite maybe not a fair chunk ago, before Rural Kitchen started, and then when we got in touch with them, um, obviously we, we sort of got in touch and did this before, and then the podcast now. But the reason that they were so sort of they came to me in, in a sense was they have a Facebook presence, and it's, it's quite a notable presence. Is it twenty two thousand followers? You said, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it's about twenty two thousand now. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I'm just God. He's the face, he's the face of it. He I thinks I'm, I'm like the brain the behind it, and he's the face. That's what he thinks. In fairness, there's there's a lot more photos of you, Jake. So that must be the case. Yeah, yeah. Ninety percent, Jake. He just stands be... there and like, starts posing, like, do you know what I mean? Exactly. He, he evokes it. it enough. I, I'm not, oh, I need a photo because you know what I mean, like whatever. Yeah, I'm gonna run just, and he'll just, just you know, he'll just he'll start. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, right, you love it. You absolutely love it. You'll be in Vogue soon enough, Vogue, or something like that, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I said there's 22,000 followers and 20,000 of them are women. <laughs> I actually looked at my insights and there's 78% of my followers are women. Probably like my gran and my auntie and my mum, but still, um, you know, it's, it's, it's all important. It's it's big. Big, People love it. We're, we're, we're getting into a total pathway I do not want to get into at all. Um, <laughs> so we'll jump back. But um, yeah, the, the sort of social media uh, thing has put you guys sort of on the map in some ways. Um, what what made it happen? Why did our farming journey become a thing? Did it start as you started on the farm? Or yeah, just getting about it really. So basically we started, uh, we are on Instagram as well, but I'm kind of not as present on Instagram just because... I'm, I just get on better with Facebook for whatever reason. So we started like our social media pages, specifically Facebook, when like just before we moved to the farms, so I think it was probably about February 2018. Yeah, just before we moved. Yes, darling. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, just before we moved to the farm. Um, and that wasn't, it wasn't even our farm. It wasn't called our farming journey. Nothing like that. It was basically a holiday let page, obviously for our holiday let business. So it's just advertising that. Um, trying to grow. It's just sort of grew into what it is. Mm. Really, so yeah. it just, we started basically, literally started it off as a holiday let page to advertise the holiday let. I was trying to get bookings, um, put photos of the rooms and obviously the scenery and all that kind of stuff. And lit, that's literally kind of the purpose of what it was. And I remember when we were like moving, obviously when we actually moved to the farm um, and we were setting everything up, I remember I did one post on there. Um, it was just a little bit about our day and about like obviously you know kind of setting up the businesses and everything like that and people like really liked it and like the, the little we had quite a small following at that point it was only a few hundred people but the people that were following us were quite interested and were asking lots of questions and I found that people were quite interested in our story so then and also it got to the point was like how many times can you show a photo of the same room <laughs> do you know what I mean like, true, true. like you know get like a kind of follow the letter hospitality page how many times, you know, I mean, it's, it's a four bedroom farmhouse, so it's a reasonable size, 
but how often can you there's only so many photos you can show before yes. it's a bit repetitive so we started to share a little bit more about our journey and incorporating the holiday as well so kind of still advertising that <laughs> at the same time and people just it just kind of people just really liked it like we kind of following gradually grew um and it then it, it took a while we were here probably I'm trying to think now for probably about a year and a half and it was still kind of all like mainly about the holiday with a bit about our journey kind of checked in and then we started to kind of I say blog a little bit more on there um and like delve a little bit more into our story um and then we kind of just started to change the name of it because it came more about a blog as opposed to like the holiday let um and it just kind of snowballed <laughs> And it still baffles me because I think, why do 22,000 people care what me and Emma are up to? But they do, which is lovely. Amazing. So it kind of turned, evolved into our farming journey. Um, and it, yeah, it's kind of became this whole community now, which is amazing. We've got some wonderful people on there that follow us and support us. Many people that we've obviously, lots and lots of people that we've never even met that send us lovely, lovely messages that comment on our posts, that share our stuff. And that just kind of, are there for us which is really really lovely so um yeah it's a lovely little community and we love it good good yeah i know it's funny everyone you ask that's got some kind of you know a, a presence you can sort of define by numbers is they always say yeah i just started it and then suddenly it was the thing <laughs> and and i think the reason that's the case is when someone sort of starts it with the reach say I start something because I want 22,000 followers. Strange, strange target to aim for, but um, it's very specific. But uh, if you're doing that, you, you're not actually in, enjoying the, the sort of process. And the reason folk get on board with the likes of yourselves and hopefully myself, things like that, is because the folk that are doing it are enjoying it, they're passionate about it, and it's good to see. And folk like seeing farming. I think there was a, a sort of while there where it was sort of not in the media, but didn't want it in the media. But with social media, we've been able to sort of bring it in ourselves and folk are really starting to enjoy it. And it's there's not millions out there that are sort of about new farmers. And that sort of opens up that sort of possibility, as you were saying earlier, Jake, that it's like, it's doable. It's tough, but it's doable. And uh, that's why I started really enjoying it. And that, that if, if you haven't checked our farming journey out, it... it Maybe you want to explain a bit more about it, Rachel, but it's sort of like, uh, it's about the sort of real things on a farm, but there's also, uh, it's sort of done in a, in a humorous way. And as I say in Rachel's foreign Cambodian language, um, it's quite enjoyable. So uh, yeah, if, if you've anything else you'd like to say about what, what you do on the page, maybe just tell us about it. And you've obviously said it came from looking at pictures inside the house to, to this blog now, but what sort of stuff do you cover? You don't have to talk about the uh, the push-up challenge that I did make sure to check out. <laughs> oh my god, that is shocking. It's only, it's only because the <laughs> it's only because the lovely Gareth Wynne Jones like nominated her. So I thought, right, I can't turn down the legend that is Gareth. So that's why I was <laughs> he was actually quite good at it. And I thought, oh, well, I was shocking. Anyway, show up this old man. So anyway, <laughs> oh, called out, called out. <laughs> You hear that, Gareth? <laughs> Can you cut that bit out? Seriously? No, not, definitely not. I'm leaving that in 100%. Okay. I might even tag him now and say, you know, timestamp it. Timestamp it. I apologise. That is farmer. That is not Gareth, me. Gareth, I love it. He's full of God. Anyway. Um, yeah, so on the Facebook page, we share... We just It's kind of a combination of lots of things, really. We share, obviously, about our journey. Um, and I think some of the reason maybe it's been quite successful is because... But it's real, isn't it? Yeah, it's real. Yeah. And we share the highs, highs and, and the lows. The highs and the lows. Maybe the highs, don't get me wrong. Um, of like, you know, and it's just, it's kind of what I think people really relate to is the realness of it. So it's like when we round up sheep, it's 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 a total mare. So you've got literally <laughs> farmer with his colourful language, me blimmin' falling over in my hunters. <laughs> onto my girt booty and the woolly buggers totally dispersed all over the bloody field it's <laughs> total chaos but we share that because it you know one it makes people laugh because you know laughing at us obviously not with us well. and and it's relatable because you know sheep you know are, are 
delightful thing. But they can be um, a bloody nightmare. He's on, he's on a blooming corona now. I've run out of cider. Um, so Don't yeah. say that word. Don't say that word. This will get oh, cancelled. <laughs> I mean the drink. Um, um, yeah, we just share yeah, like kind of funny stories about our life and simple things like rounding up the sheep when the cows escape. And the dogs um, don't bloody listen. You know, it's just kind of it's just kind of a fun snapshot of our life as first generation farmers. Funny stories, hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed, inspiring stories of how we've done it. Um, and going back to the sheep worrying thing, where we fenced the footpath. Here we go. Like. It's the only like level bit in that field. So if I'm up there with hurdles, I I always try and make it on the level bit. So you're trying to get them in, and the dogs are there behind them. I think, right, oh, this is going really well. I must, you know, I must be getting good at this now. And then somebody will walk past with their dog, and wonder why the sheep have absolutely capped it. <laughs> so yeah, and then I start shouting, and then the dog walks up. I'm, I'm I'm just wondering how many times. Uh, uh, Jake, you can bring out the thought in the course of the podcast when someone else has made the sheep by the way. Someone else. Yeah. Until Mrs. Dharma comes to the rescue. Yeah. No? So yeah, so it's, <laughs> it's just kind of, hopefully, we hope it's a fun community to be where you can watch our journey, like laugh along with us, um, and hopefully maybe learn a little bit. Like we do share a little bit of kind of about... Well, hopefully inspire other people to do the yeah, same thing. Yeah, and it is possible. It is 100% possible. Mm. So we get lots and lots of messages from young first generation farmers themselves who, you know, want to be, you know, want to farm on their own account. So they're not from farming backgrounds or from farming families. Um, and they're looking for that opportunity to be able to farm in their own right. Um, and obviously it's not the most common thing in the world. Um, so obviously if you see a tenancy opportunity um, or something Go similar... On then it's the kind of thing grab it with both hands and go for it because it's obviously you know and you sometimes you've got to be willing to like relocate potentially depending on your circumstances um but you know we kind of want to show people it can be done yeah it's hard work it's you know it's you know but what isn't in life do you know what i mean yeah true so, true yeah normally normally the things that are quite good are the hard work yeah absolutely. yeah yeah um I mean, it's, it's good, isn't it? I mean, young young folk coming into the industry, not not that I think these are young, but, uh, you know... The... <laughs> Seven years older than you? How mental is that? <laughs> uh, well, it's... it's I, I, 24 hit me hard, is all I'm saying. I thought it was bloody old. Um, <laughs> no, it's... it's, it's I, yeah, I love the sort of... You hear so much stories of it's impossible to get into and I'm cautious of folk around here that are young and getting into it and it's good the different methods there is of doing it always hard work but but it is good to see and uh, talking of hard work you guys are uh, well maybe not running a guest house at the minute but you got a guest house on the go you've got a farm on the go uh, homeschooling at the minute <laughs> parenting in general and um, you wouldn't think there was much room for anything else but there is isn't there there's there's one other business involved there um so what's, what else is keeping you guys busy at the minute? Uh, we've also got a membership website. So this kind of came off the back of the Facebook page um, because obviously our Facebook page is, you know, obviously following our journey as first generation farmers. Um, and we started to receive, as our following grew, we started to receive lots and lots of messages from other first generation farmers um, who wanted that advice and guidance of how to get onto the farming ladder. Um, and it was kind of a combination of... Um, we didn't have all the we don't have all the answers obviously i mean who does but you know we we would get some questions and i was thinking i'm probably not the best person to ask about that because obviously we're still learning we're still you know we're only three years into our journey we're still learning every single day um so it's a combination every day is truly a school, a school day. day definitely yes a combination of some questions were kind of a bit out of our depth to be honest um but it was also we were receiving so many messages i just couldn't keep up i thought i can't I don't want to ignore people, of course not. I try and respond to everybody, but it was getting to the point we were receiving so many messages. I just I couldn't keep up. So we thought, right, there's got to be, there's clearly something missing out there um, for first generation farmers, like a, a resource or, you know, piece of, you know, some information. A handy guide, if you will. <laughs> a handy guide. There you go. 
a handy guide or a resource, whatever you want to call it. There's this 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 bit of information is clearly we believe anyway it's not getting out there. is 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 missing, um, at, especially at an affordable price point, basically. Um, so we've created a membership site specifically for first generation farmers. Um, I mean, actual industry experts as well. I might ask. It's not just yeah. us going. Oh well, we think <laughs> that you should do this, and we think that you should do that. It's actual yeah. experts who charge you hundreds of pounds an hour just to sit and talk to them. There's full on. It's fully good information. You're you're a good salesperson, Jacob. Yeah. People got letters behind their name. I've got absolutely no idea what they mean. <laughs> so yeah it's it is awesome <laughs> we, you know, it's something that we've worked really hard to create um and there is there's obviously a little bit of stuff on there from us um but it's mainly a lot of it is some incredible experts that we've got including rural to kitchen um so <laughs> yours yeah, truly on the there for free. um so yeah it's it's and we've, <laughs> we've got some really really lovely people um, some amazing businesses who've given up their time and their expertise um, and we're obviously very very grateful to them so we've got like Lloyds Bank are involved and they help with our financial aspect of it um, just Lloyds Bank you'll see yeah <laughs> when, when Rachel came up with this idea I thought yeah this would be a good idea and a bit like you know it might just fade away a bit like her Facebook it might just go away and she's just oh massive and that's just a bit of a credit to her, really. Like the, oh, the people that she's got involved in it is just like, and the and all the uh, if, we, if we had that in the beginning, we'd have saved ourselves so much yes. late nights googling and researching. Oh well, that can't be right. Oh, are you sure we need to do that? Oh, can we do this? Who do we need to speak to? And so yeah. Credit to you, babe. Well done. Oh, thanks, darling. <laughs> Here we go. So, yeah, so we've got yeah. some lovely, like, Round some amazing people in, on board. So we've got, yeah, obviously, Rural Kitchen. We've got Lloyd's Bank. We've got some big land agent firms who are mainly based in the South West. Yeah, from Greenslands um, and So, to Kibbles Agriculture, Green Tea, yep. Hunt. Turnip Farms Association. Yeah, I know. You should have had the list ready prepared. I, I know all the list. Simmons and Sampson, another brilliant firm as well that are on board. Uh, the Tenant Farmers Association, Cornish Mutual, Marsh Commercial. There's grazing loads, people. absolutely loads of people. So precision grazing, that's the one. Precision grazing, yeah. Garrison, that's funny. Garrison will be making an appearance. Yeah, not yet, but he will be. So yeah, so we've got some brilliant businesses who have been so supportive and given up their time and expertise to help. You know, to kind of contribute to our mission of of helping people. Um, at an affordable price point. So um, we're hoping it's really accessible to everybody, hopefully, um, who wants to access it. Um, and hopefully it will help you and guide you um, on your own farming journey. That's kind of the way, that's kind of the spin we put on it. Um, I mean, anyone can join, obviously, any farmer can join if they want to, of course, um, but it is mainly, it is very specifically aimed really at first generation farmers who Thanks. are kind of looking for tenancies or looking to kind of um, rent land for the first time, you know, that kind of thing. That's kind of the angle we put, put on it, really. Um, so, yeah, that's that's kind of our, our farming journey in a nutshell, or in Mrs. Farmer's version of a nutshell. <laughs> just, a, just a word of advice when you're saying the names out there. Um, the likes of Lloyd's and Kibbles and whatnot. Don't start with rural to kitchen. <laughs> start with Lloyd's. <laughs> like, throw me right in the back. Like that's not helping you at all. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what you were gonna say then. I was thinking, oh god, like if I said someone I should have said, like <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, like, I think you're right, Jake. Like when you're saying it's a credit to her, like the fact Lloyd's are involved and stuff, you know, companies like that and Kibbles and stuff, like that's pretty impressive. So yeah, I think even I don't know how, how I know it's in its infancy, I don't know where it is at the minute and where it might go, but I think the fact you've got it to that stage to kick off is, is brilliant. So, um, do you want to say the name? i tell you what, actually, you can say the name if you want, but I'll put the, the, the description in to join the herd, as these guys say. Uh, yeah, I know the lingo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we'll, we'll pop that in there if, if anyone's interested, if any first-time first, first farmers folk looking to get into industry and whatnot listening um then then that's there and you can check it out and and i would say putting it in rachel and jake terms a couple of cups of tea per month it's really not expensive at all it's, it's i think it's a very fair price um 
but yeah, we've sort of went from where you guys started and the fact you uh, jumped into the farm and, and that sort of big jump that was that involved in that and everything involved in it with young, just just one we one at that stage. Was that when one you? Farm, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, now obviously two creating a family on that farm, so that in itself is lovely, and maybe maybe two aspiring farmers themselves. Um, Hopefully, hopefully is that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the, the story in itself is lovely, and sort of following it on on social media as well is, is really enjoyable. So I would I would advise you check out our farming journey. Um, one thing I would always say, and I say it at the end of every podcast, is nobody gets away without um, answering two very specific questions. I don't know why they're there. They just somehow got there in the first one I ever did, and somehow they're still here. Uh, yeah, I've told you already. <laughs> I told you before we yeah, started. Well, remember, that was like a while ago before, you know, like three of those. I would just like to say, uh, Rachel, you've not had any, uh, <laughs> unless there's some in the tea. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's in well, You should know. Over, I know we've never actually met in person, but over the amount of Zooms and messages and all that jazz we've done, like, this is just me, I'm sorry. <laughs> you don't need a bevy, an alcoholic bevy. I've got my brew when I'm away. We're about 30 now. <laughs> yes, yes, they'll be, yeah, true. No, I'm saying nothing. I've already offended your age. You've offended Gareth's age heavily. So, oh, Gareth's uh, a legend, isn't he? he Absolute that. legend is Gareth. He loves it. <laughs> This is just more of a, 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 a an episode about Gareth. It's going to be even worse because we got we got Wales tomorrow night, haven't we? So oh god, if it, we win, obviously the rugby. Isn't if we win, I know we've it's, already we've already lost to Scotland, so I'm surprised you haven't brought that up because I don't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Do you, do you, are you, are you, hang on a minute. You're we a, you're a farmer who doesn't watch rugby and drinks porn star martinis. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what do you know what's funny you're saying that thinking ha, that's gonna embarrass him these viewers i tell everyone that i'm proud of it <laughs> yeah but do you so do you follow football instead uh yeah i follow football i don't really watch much football or rugby um if you were to pick out on any sport i follow it's actually soccer i follow a lot of mls football and chinese football um i don't know why uh, I just found myself watching it and I quite enjoy it. I can see his face and I can see the viewers thinking it's turn off time. Uh, but <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I do watch, I watch a Six Nation game if it's on, but I, I'm not like going out of my way to do it. I certainly knew Scotland beat England because I literally couldn't find anything else on Facebook for about eight days. But uh, yeah. First time they won at Twickenham for 38 years, apparently. 38 years. Funny how you've got that number, like, you know. Be throwing that one out anytime everyone says, we beat you last week, you know. 38 years, you can just sense it, you know. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. No, I I, uh, I wish I could join in, but I, I'm not a huge rugby fan, unfortunately. Apologies. A lot of my viewers will be against me as well on that one. But, um, yeah, the, the two things we sort of ask everyone before they, they uh, go out my clutches and manage to get to bed or have five or six pints, whatever's, whatever's on, on course for the Friday night, uh, is one, where you see yourself in five years, apart from the retirement home, and uh, two, if you had any tips for folk coming into farming, what would they be? Um, so yeah, what, what were we thinking on those two? Okay, where <coughs> would we see ourselves in five years? Oh, we'd have made our millions by then. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, I think, in five years time, we would like to potentially um, be, what do you think, Mama? <laughs> <laughs> we've, been here, we've been here for three years now and, and like, I'd like to think in five years, we've got four years left, haven't we? Of our tenancy uh, at the yeah, moment, yeah. Okay. Five years time, in my head, I would like to have moved on to a bigger farm and, you know, right. I'd, I'd like to be about a hundred suckers. Suckler cows, hundred suckler cows, and probably like three hundred ewes, something like that. Right. We want to keep. We... I, I want to be able to work at home a hundred percent of the time, basically. And and in five years' and, time, we will. Yeah, yeah, I hope to have achieved that definitely. Because farmer still works off the farm, only like 
not all the time, but it's just a bit of relief milking. So, um, but it would be nice. The kids in the day, and then I'll go off again the night. But it would be nice to for him to be home like all the time. Um, so I think the main. I don't know whether we will maybe potentially still be here, like if we if we were to get a second tenancy where we currently are at the moment, or whether we were to move on to a bigger farm um potentially if we if we can um but i think kind of regardless of where we are we just want to keep expanding don't we yeah. keep building on what we've already built um and keep improving things um and also include improving kind of like the quality of what we produce as opposed to the quantity all the time um so i know farmer's got his heart set on like a limmy um herd haven't you yeah, I he just love like the if you if whenever you're driving anywhere and you see like a pedigree limousan herd and they're all massive, big, muscly things. Yeah. Yeah, but at the minute we haven't got any, we've got a few cows like that. And we, but mm. it's a bit of a rainbow herd. We've got Simmentals, Herefords, and Anguses and limousans and everything. I wouldn't mind a few Belgian blue heifers as well, but. I was yeah. just going to say, I'm surprised yeah. Belgian Blues aren't in the, on the list, yeah. if that's the sort of goal. They're, on the yeah. list, mate. they're just not turned up yet. It'll just be one Saturday, I'll go out the market and, oh, they're quite cheap, and then I'll give them the phone call. There'll be a lorry pulling in the It'll just later. be rocking up the driveway. While I'm at milking, like, can you just turn those cattle out while I'm at, because I'm at milking. <laughs> so just it's happened. It has happened, Wallace. I'm not going to lie. We just rocked up the driveway. She's looked, she's looked out the bedroom window. Huh? There's meant to be any cows in that field, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me neither, yeah. <laughs> Funny he's arrived home with flowers tonight, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I should be so lucky. So, um, yeah, we just hope to kind of be, you know, potentially just on a bigger farm. Up, yeah. Or even if, you know, even if, like I said, we were to gain a second tenancy here, just to be improved, you know, like wherever we are, just to be kind of still farming, still... Just have that feeling that we're moving forward. Yeah. yeah. And because, like I said, because we started from literally nothing three years ago, it's you know, even like small kind of achievements and small improvements are quite big to us because obviously Absolutely. we started from nothing. So um, to kind of just build, yeah, continue building on, on what, what we've got so far and, and improve, continue improving things um, and yeah, and continue expanding and supporting I'm guessing. Expanding. I'm guessing from both both of your answers, the ultimate goal one day is to hopefully buy a place. Is that, would that be sort of like the ultimate? Fairy tale dream yeah. ending, yeah. Yeah. Possibility, it can happen. Absolutely, absolutely. Less batches, right? And it can happen. That is is the ultimate dream. And obviously, you know, we are talking probably quite far in the future. But we we know that buys a farm always moves up your way. You're looking to go to a nice place, would you be daft not to, really, wouldn't you? Exactly. God's country. We do like Scotland. Yeah, we do love Scotland. So it's, yeah, like the world's a oyster. I mean, we just yeah. want to kind of, it, that is the ultimate dream. I mean, who, you know, I think that's every I farmer's think the, dream. The ideal especially... thing for us is that we've, we've like earlier on, we said Rachel's lived in Cambodia. I lived in New Zealand for two years farming over there. And we've when we've been back, we've lived in North Wales and Bournemouth, mm. like near Glastonbury again. We've sort of, we've, and that's one of the main things. If you If you want a farm and you get one, you got you just got to pick up and go. It's like, oh well, yeah. two hours away from mum. I was like, well, no. If you want the farm, then you want the farm. It doesn't matter it where. Is, it is. Yeah, just and it's, it. because some of those opportunities can be quite rare. It is, you know, if it's something you really, 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 really want, um, and you get that opportunity, it kind of is a case of sometimes you might have to relocate. You might have to kind of up and leave everything that you've got where you currently are. But if it means you then get to do what you've always wanted to do then obviously it's kind of a bit of a sacrifice sometimes isn't it so um so yeah but hopefully one day we might be able to own our own farm our own little small holding that would be epic our own so small holding of three or four thousand acres yeah <laughs> 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 i want a massive farm babe i know well start stop drinking your factors and start saving buddy that's Since all i can say anything can keep me from having a full head of grey Oh, he blames the grey. <laughs> the grey is not me. The grey is the farm. I tell you. What advice would you give people coming into farming, babe? Um, Look at this. I, I don't. I don't. I'm just going to head off. I don't need the podcast or yeah. to do that. <laughs> <laughs> ourselves down the camera and just speak to ourselves. Yeah, yeah exactly. Get rid of that bearded prick, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so advice I would give. No, not you. I meant me. <laughs> <laughs> 
I just complete you two to it, shouldn't I? You're your own little comedy sketch, you two. What advice would you So advice I would give to people, to young first-generation farmers like us, or advice that I would give to us three years ago when we were in that position. Um, That's what he's asking for, babe. <laughs> what I'm down for So <laughs> advice I would give is, and this is something that I've kind of learned a lot, over the last few years if what they say is uh, well this is the saying if you're the smartest person in, in the room you're in the wrong room or obviously for us just the smartest person in the field you're in the wrong field right so learn from the people that are where you want to be that's what i would say so if you've if <coughs> people that are in the position that you want to be in then pick their brains watch what they do listen learn um that's something i would definitely say is you know surround yourself with people that you could learn from um and that's something from our tenancy especially in the early days when we literally had nothing is we really really leaned on the farming community around us and we learned from the local farmers yeah so some local farmers around here have just been so generous and so lovely towards us um and we've learned a lot from them they've also helped us kind of like lent us like you know lent us different equipment and machinery and stuff like that because we literally didn't have anything um and we we would have we would have struggled to kind of get by in the early early days without that support and i think community and you know the company that you keep it's important and whether that's in real life face to face um or whether that's online um on the online world you know learn from people that have achieved what you want to achieve basically um and talk to them get to know them talk to them interact with them spend time with them and find out how to do it <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah. Um, yeah and the other thing i would say as well is and i know it might be kind of a bit cheesy cheesy but just don't give up do you know what i mean like perseverance your mindset is everything if you believe you know again it might be a little bit a bit cheesy but if you believe you can do it that's you're halfway there do you know what i mean if you've got the attitude the enthusiasm the commitment then that's a massive chunk of what you need to succeed so keep going keep trying keep persevering um and you know the industry needs young fresh blood well, yeah, don't they? the average age of a farmer now is like 56 or something yeah, yeah. 50 i think it's 59 yeah. actually 59. yeah basically 60 yeah yeah so we need young enthusiastic you know, hard-working people that are going to come into the industry and shake it up a little bit. They've got new ideas that want to kind of, you know, be advocates for British farming um, and be the future of British British farming. It's really important. So that would be my advice, farmer. And Phil, do you want any pearls of wisdom? I would just say that nothing is going to be perfect. Like, in your head, you'll have this plan, we'll have these 20 cows and then we'll have 20 calves and like yeah rarely rarely everything anything will go right you always have there will always be problems or things that need solving and it's just 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 stay positive keep your thinking cap on because these go off and then go off for two or three hours in a in a rage and, and then <laughs> nothing right. nothing happens you just just stay positive and just keep working hard just keep keep fixing these things you know like like last year our, our um, scanning wasn't didn't go very well we had like eight empty ones and but you know we knew from the soil analysis that we that the um trace elements and stuff we got locked up because it was very, it's a very acidic farm so we've gone on spreading bolus the cows for minerals you know i think this year we'll probably run two balls instead of one because it dries up so much that the cows are spread out everywhere so it's a lot of ground for one ball to cover so yeah. You know, you, you think, well, hopefully this year you'll see it on the blog if we if we scan 100%, then we scan 100%, and we've and we've mm. stayed positive, we've thought about it, and you come up with a solution, and and there you go, yeah. I just thought it was something yeah. else. Um, oh, oh, here we go. Um, the fingers out. The fingers out. <laughs> I just thought, yeah, I just, just thought it was something else. Up. So, um, also, as well, it's obviously farming, if that's your main passion, that's brilliant, and that's obviously what you want to get into but also think outside the box so for oh, example, when, when we came I was, we were doing b&b and I, I was the face of that you should see me in the mornings doing a fried <laughs> breakfast but think outside the box so yeah obviously f- 
farming's brilliant, but the majority, I don't know what the percentage is, but I know that, I, well, I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure There's not many the majority, farming, no. yeah, I'm pretty sure the majority yes. of farmers mm. in this country do diversify. And it can be, you know, from when we first came here, we were running like a bed and breakfast and holiday let. Um, and we literally did everything ourselves, which was a big mistake because we couldn't kind of farm, look after children, well, I work, saw, I and slam run. people's breakfast down and run out the door because the bloody cows had escaped. <laughs> Put their breakfast down, I'm like enjoying, and then they see me running past the windows in the front of the house. Like. So, that adds character to it, though. That's brilliant, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, diversification is a huge thing in farming, um, and whether that's you know, whether it's hospitality or whether it's like an online business that you've got or whether it's, you know, I don't know, like whatever kind of diversification business that, you know, whether it's floristry, whatever it is, it's, you know, it can add that, you know, it can bring in that extra income to support the farm. Um, and especially in the early days, we have found like we wouldn't have survived without the holiday let, to be perfectly yeah. honest. It just we wouldn't a, have we did have a livery yard in the, in the early days as well, but we've managed to get rid of that now, so... Mm. So, if so just, yeah, I think that's that's a really good thing. We won't go into that. To... <laughs> yeah. That's um, yeah, that's a good thing to think about as well. Is is trying to source kind of multiple different income streams. I think that's really helped us. So, for obviously for us, for example, we've got farm. Um, well, we looked at another farm, didn't we? It was just it was a really really nice farm. It was about the same amount mm. of land, much yep. more sheds. House was about the same one mm. really but it was, there was nothing there it was in the middle of nowhere and we just thought we'd, we'd have to borrow so much more just to cover that gap in between going there and actually earn anything it mm. just it wasn't going to work was it so yeah and we chose obviously the more the rundown of the farms but we're bringing it up now yeah and that's all part of the staying positive and it's what we can what you can afford to take it's what you can afford to take on as well yeah. as being realistic it's obviously dreaming big but also Thinking right, but being realistic of what you can afford that to is take on. Thing, is to be realistic with what you, what you're gonna yeah. do. There's loads. Of things. I could just keep it. Just keeps being things. Yeah, I'll summarise. I'll summarise with work hard, be resilient, persevere. Uh, uh, what was the word you said? Be realistic, and also don't put all your eggs in one basket. Um, try and sort yes. of separate. And learn yeah, good. from people around you. Learn from people around yes. you. Yes. Yeah. And, and that's sort that, that very much so yeah and that community you talk about it's not like you know that community doesn't come to you you have to sort of be part of it you have to work your way in as well it's not just yeah yeah exactly um i am quite gutted actually that neither of you said join the subscription service but yeah <laughs> i thought that would be a, a plug I mean, off today learn from the people that are you where you want to be if you want to get a tenancy www.ourfarmingjourney.com there you go perfect so well done so well done um yeah good uh i don't think i've got anything else that i specifically have to cover if you guys want to chat about anything in particular um we can your special signing off bit now see this is the thing the the best example i know of is a Cammy Wilson, I don't know if you follow him on the sheep game. Uh, has just yes, I've been yeah. watching watching some of his videos. He's really good. Yeah, I'm on one of them. Just you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. But um, he, he he, you know, Cammy's the name, sheep's the game. Like that's perfect. And I was, I need one like that. So all I can come up with is that's all the day from R2K. But now I've said that, and we haven't actually finished. Uh, so that it's going to look a weird placement. But yeah, no. Thank you both very much for coming on. Uh, I appreciate it uh, muchly. And um, I will continue to follow your farming journey and hopefully some of the listeners will as well. Um, so, yeah, thank you. Uh, appreciate it. Um, Thanks for having us. Not at all. It's been good Good to chat again. We'll get and, uh, for a porn star martini. Yes, we'll oh. see you on... Honestly, like I think you guys think you're embarrassing me. If anything, you're just pushing me up socially. You know, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, very much so. I'd love <laughs> yeah, no, I, I very much appreciate having you on, uh, and hopefully, maybe we'll do something like this again soon, or maybe not soon, but sometime down the line, we can do some kind of catch up, if you will. Yes, that's what that is. This is in some ways. 
Um, and to the viewers, uh, make sure to check out our farm journey on Facebook, Instagram. And if you are looking to get into farming or you sort of already are moving into it, check out their website there, ourfarmingjourney.com, www.ourfarmingjourney.com, co.uk. You'll find it. Um, Come, come. Uh, it'll be in the description anyway. It'll be in the description. So check them out there as well and uh, follow them and, and I'm sure you'll you'll, uh, you'll have endless fun reading through it all and just seeing how much trouble Jake gets in from Rachel. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty much that my thing. <laughs> but uh, we are filming this, God, about I think six weeks before it comes out. So I don't actually know who's next. So um, yes, I... We'll see you in two weeks again for the next podcast, whomever it might be. Uh, we'll see you then in two weeks. Thanks for listening again, guys. Ta-da.